Being a parent is hard work. You've limited time, always stretched, always learning. This is Like My Father Before Me, a podcast about parenthood, about being a dad, getting it wrong, but also celebrating the wins. I'm Matt, this is John, (laughs) and we'll do our best to discuss the many, many topics that all parents will inevitably share together. We hope you enjoy what's to come. We know we'll have had a blast putting these episodes together for you, and can't thank you enough for downloading and listening in. remember do you remember <laughs> that time when you had so much time <laughs> See, um, went, you, that was yeah. my point I was, I was gonna say do you remember before uh becoming a parent just the time that you had life was easy <laughs> but you don't know that at the time do you <laughs> no i know oh yeah no, no idea a hundred percent you do I, I have said to myself out loud what did you do with your time before you had kids? Like you wasted, you wasted so much of your life. Just not, do you know what I mean? Like you just, you had so much time on your hands and you wasted it. Wasted. <laughs> wasted. <laughs> but it's, I think every parent probably looks at themselves in the mirror on a, on a daily basis and just kind of goes, Where's it gone? What did I like? What did I do to fill my two precious hours in the evening that I now have allotted to myself? <laughs> um, because that's what happens. Like you're, let's get thing, one thing straight. You know, as parents, you mm. do have time. You still you, yeah, you have you to do. work hard to find that time to do all the fun stuff. And I think that's probably another episode by itself. Like the things we still do for escapism and downtime. Mm. But like it just you just get much better, of course, at uh managing that time and making sure every minute counts because yeah when when babies and kids are on the scene the priorities shift and so you know time does become incredibly finite very fast yeah Um, i think think you you become more efficient in the usage of your time super efficient yeah um hey like we're doing this like do you know what i mean like it it takes planning takes organization it, it takes yeah, all, all two and a half up. minutes of my note taking time before this. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it also takes like like there's, there's there's a sacrifice going on with well, my wife, like you know, sitting with the boys as they're going to sleep, and I'm down here doing the podcast. You know what I mean? But with that with that said, we're talking and we're alluding to before children, but specifically, mm. I think we're, we're right in in saying specifically when we find out, we're, you know, we're we're, ba- we're going to have a baby. So yeah. you find out that your your wife, your spouse, your partner, they're pregnant, and it's like, right, okay, what's that like? Like the the run up, mm-hmm. the big big nine month run up to yeah. when the baby arrives. Like, can you remember? I I can remember the day that we found out um, we were pregnant. Super super clear. Like, can you remember that day? Yeah, I, I it totally like. It's the it's the thing was. I, 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 I wasn't expecting it. Um, but so it was, it was, it was a surprise to a point. Basically Mm. my wife was, had to go to the dentist and she had to go and get antibiotics. And the dentist said, Oh, you're not pregnant. Are you? And she's like, no, 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 no. 
And then she went to the chemist and she's walking across the chemist, she, the, the pharmacy. She was kind of thinking, um, uh, well, I could be like, do you know what I mean? Like I could like, and she stood in the queue in the, in the, in the pharmacy and sees the, pre- sees the pregnancy test and she's kind of looking at it and, you know, you know, you're waiting in the queue and as time goes on, she's like, I really should actually. Yeah. No, I can't. No, I really should. I should check. Yeah, I should check. So she goes and gets a pregnancy test. And at this point in time, I was working in London and, and we were living on the South Coast. So I was, you know, an, a, a two hour commute away. Um, and, uh, and so Sylvie rang me up and just said, John, go out, you, go outside. And I was like, what? Hey, you need to go out the office. I need to tell you something. And as soon as she said that, I was like, okay, yeah. so what could this be? Do you know what I mean? What's like happened? What, what's happened? And it's going to be one of two. It's either going to be. Uh, something awful, something terrible has happened, mm. or it's going to be something amazing. And and the first thing I thought was, well, if something's going to be amazing, it's going to be that basically. And yeah, so I was back behind uh, the office, it, um, stood surrounded by bins, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then she went and told me, she said, "Yeah, I'm pregnant," and I was like, you- "What? Oh my god!" You know, and you obviously had the reaction, getting all emotional, and then I had to walk into the office and just then kind. Of you know, keep a straight face, basically, because, <laughs> and I'll talk about this later, is that you don't tell people straight away when you're pregnant, basically. Um, mm. But so, um, yeah, that was it, really. So it was, it was, it, it was surreal. Um, so a bit out of the blue. Um, and we were kind of, because we were kind of going, let's not too much, let's not to put too much pressure on ourselves. If it happens, it happens. We mm. want children, but let's just you know you know let's just chill out about it um yeah. i'm very much uh, one for not putting too much pressure on yourself over things because you can actually um you can uh, you know it can actually affect things basically anyway so yeah. um yeah so that was it that's how we found ask me about how we found about kit can't remember second can't remember <laughs> it's such a, i know it's terrible isn't it the second poor second charge is kind of get somewhat left behind because you're constantly, <laughs> you know, living the new stuff through the yes, first part all the time. Exactly. So, so much of your energy goes that way. Yeah. But, what um, about you? What, how did it happen for you? Well, so much Being is, told, is, that is. Yeah. <laughs> so much is kind of the same. I mean, there was a hell of a lot of disbelief with, with Arlo because mm. we had only recently uh, married. We married in, uh, in the October of uh, 2017 mm. and by, well, when, when was his birthday? September. So yeah. So, you know, just after Christmas, January, early Feb, maybe, um, we found out we were pregnant within sort of four mm-hmm. or so months. Yeah. Um, so it happened super quick. But I remember the day, it was, I can't remember the actual day of the week, but I was going to a board game meetup in the evening. Mm. And, um, you know, I've, I, I, I wish I'd gotten into board games much sooner because I've been trying to get into board games after having become a parent, which is like yeah. the worst time to get into anything <laughs> like that. But um, so I, I was planning on going to this thing and it was kind of late in the day. It was sort of early evening-ish. Um, so I'd finished work and uh, and Katrina, Katrina didn't even say that she was going to take a test. Mm-hmm. Um, she just kind of came in the kitchen and just said, I'm pregnant. <laughs> just, just. Or, or, yeah, it was, it was as quick as that. Or, or I think she maybe showed me the, um, the actual test and showed yeah. me the, the couple of lines. And... Um, and my reaction was 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 not a good one. I mean, it was it was a lovely one, but I think I, I told her to f- off. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, you know, I, I didn't know what to say. I, so my kind of 
you know, lizard idiot brain came out and just swore at her. <laughs> um, she found it funny. Of course she did find it funny. Yeah. Um, and I was like, right, okay. Um, so I asked her if it was a joke. She said, no, it's not a joke. No, it's just definitely, definitely serious. And it took me a while to come around to, the, to what the lines meant on the test. I was like, well, I don't get it. Is that, is that right? It's got to be wrong, surely. Yeah. And then um, before I then left for this board game thing, Katrina um, actually did a second one, because typically you get two in a box, maybe, maybe more. Yeah. Um, so she did a second one as a backup, and that one was also positive. I was like, okay, right, okay, maybe so. And then <laughs> as I was leaving, I was like, well, I'll just I'll buy another. Let's get a different brand, and I'll get another couple Thank of you. tests. Yeah. So I got another couple of tests. I went to this board game thing, and then went into our nearest Sainsbury's, other supermarket supermarkets are available, um, and uh, got got a couple of tests. Did those when we got home, and and both positive. And I was like, okay, okay, so this <laughs> must be a thing. The crazy bit in in the uh, in the middle of this um, pregnancy news sandwich was that I went to this board game thing and tried to play a game of scythe, which I don't know if you know much about scythe. No. I don't know much about it either. But um, I actually played this game with with a now colleague of ours, um, and um, it's, it's a very involved. But it's about as board game as board games come, right? Oh, lots okay. of pieces, lots of tokens, big big board, and there's me trying to understand. Everyone's like really into it. They love the board games. They're all nerds. <laughs> And I'm just there, sat on this little chair, just trying to come around to the fact that I've just been given this news whilst trying to learn how to play Scythe. And it was just, I mean, it became apparent very quickly that I was not going to play well at Scythe that night. (laughs) I'm going to suck at this. But that was it. And then I got a um, a couple more tests on the way home. And and then we found out. And then the journey started. Mm. So... Because much like you, we we had been trying, we'd mm. been trying, but uh, my God, did I not expect it to be as quick as that? Yeah, and and we were very fortunate, really yeah. fortunate. So many uh, people don't have that kind of, oh, that kind of abso- luck. absolutely. I mean, you think about it. I have a conversation with people about it. it's like it's 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 the cruelest thing when you're a kid. Um, you. Yeah. You're desperately trying not to have an accident. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got to be careful, blah, blah, <laughs> you know, be uh, using contraceptive, blah, blah, blah. And all the, you know, the, the horror stories of people, you know, they, they were, they weren't careful once and they end up getting pregnant, that sort of thing. When you mm. actually want to have kids, the amount of people I know mm. that then try to have kids and it's really struggle. They really, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's, it's, it's awful. You go, that's so cruel. It's kind of, do you know what I mean? In, in sense, in the sense of that, um, you don't you don't anticipate it being difficult to get pregnant when you've decided that you want to get pregnant. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and also that the way that it's kind of painted in, in that, um, you know, becoming a parent, parent for the first time, all this kind of stuff, it's painted to be a real kind of lovely, beautiful bubble fantasy kind of thing. You only really hear about a lot of the um uh the cuteness of it or the excitement and and of course a lot oh, of that totally. is is true it's very very apparent and 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 it is it's all of those things but totally but a lot of the time it's also not a lot of those things oh th- yeah that's um, that's one of the things that i mean i was totally unaware of um the f- the, the 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 frequency in which you know people miscarry for example um, and I, I, I had no idea just quite how much, how, how often it happens or, or, or for example, how many people I, how many of my friends, the people I know who have miscarried, but you don't know about it because you don't, people don't talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, you know, recently, you know, I've got somebody at work that 
told me, you know, and then you know, said said that, you know, and like, um, and we were talking about it, and 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 it was kind of one of the things where it's one of those. It's not that it's taboo, but people don't necessarily talk about it. Um, I don't think people talk about it enough. It's not normalized enough. I think. I think it's it's. Um, but anyway, it, it, but it's. I think it's once you're in those circles, once you're in that world, that parental world, then that's when you find out from other people. You know, the the, the, the you know they tell you, they open up and tell you, you know, you know if they've miscarried or what have you. Mm. Um, so that was something I was blissfully unaware of, and I was unaware of the whole twelve week. Um, um, milestone if you like mm -hmm. in the fact that the first 12 weeks are the the riskiest you know um and therefore you shouldn't really that's why you shouldn't really tell people um or think twice about telling people until you got to the 12th week because then if you do tell people that you're you're pregnant and then um, you know if the if the unthinkable happens and you miscarry or what have you then you've got to tell people that forced you into that situation of telling people. So I, I totally understand. And it was something I was unaware of, you know, that, that, you know, and, and that I found that really stressful. So when I, you know, because obviously when you do become pregnant, you start, you, you start reading about things, you're learning, you're being told about things. And so I was very much of counting the days down to the 12, this, this mythical milestone of 12 weeks. And then I felt like I could relax. We're, okay. We were through that most high risk. Um, Unfortunately for us, um, we were, we, when we found out and then literally about a week, 10 days later, we were going to Alton Towers. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Alton Towers is a theme park roller coasters for anybody that, that doesn't, isn't UK based. Anyway, so we were going to Alton Towers with my family, my, my parents and my sister, my brother and my sister's kids, blah, blah, blah. So a big family get together at Alton Towers and we, we do it. We, we, you know, we've been doing it for a while now in terms of a few years, you know, catching up and we're staying there overnight and it's, and, you know, it's a really nice, um, really nice way to spend time with the family. Anyway, we got there and then Sylvie's, like, Sylvie's, you know, we're all going to the rides. Are you going to go on this ride? And Sylvie's like, no, no, I'll, I'll look after the bags this one. And then they went to the next ride. Yeah. He was going this ride and Sylvie's like, yeah, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. And then my sister just turned around and went, are you pregnant? <laughs> and she's like, Yes, I am. And this point, I think this was like six, seven weeks. I think it was like six weeks or something anyway. So, and then, so then it was kind of like, okay, kind of our hand was forced. So, okay. So I told my family at the time saying, yes, you know, we, you know, we are, we are pregnant, but it's really early, really early. And we wouldn't have said anything. It's just that a hand, hand's been forced a little bit because everybody's kind mm -hmm. of going, Syl why is Sylvie being weird and not going on any of the rides? We've all got together and she's not going on the ride. So that was it. That was for us. We did tell people early, um, but yeah, it, it was, I did find those first 12 weeks incredibly stressful because, yeah. you know, um, yeah, yeah. I, again, especially with, with the first one, because it's all new, you, you have zero idea what you should or should, should not be doing at that stage. Yeah. And so much of the, um, I mean, more, more dads are probably wiser, uh, than, than, than many others, certainly than me. I mean, I, I went into pregnancy n knowing almost almost nothing um mm. and you just kind of learn this stuff on the fly which is still very much the case these days five years on mm -hmm. um but yeah you're right that, that that 12 week period at the start because it's it's like you've just received the most magnificent news ever and you can't say anything about it yeah and of course you know you you totally understand that you totally get that now 
Um, and you know, I'm sure, you know, you can appreciate that at the time as well, but it's just like, it's a very, very difficult thing for a dad to get his head around. Um, yeah. and to just keep that stum until you're past the milestone where you can then start saying about stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's a crazy time that that 12 week period is really difficult because you're trying to carry on, um, and have some sort of normalized life, trying to do the things, trying to create this cover story. Um, and eventually everybody just kind of figures out before yeah. you've even told them Yeah. or all the core people do at least, you know, um, but what, moving, moving on from that 12, that 12 week period, what, yeah. were there any specific things you did, uh, you and Sylvie did in, in prep for when baby arrived? <laughs> Yeah, there's a few things. I mean, um, well, obviously you got you have your scans. So um, we we decided whether we wanted to find out whether it's a boy or a girl. That was one of the things we decided, you know. Um, but that's you know that's you know that was something for us was finally making slightly off track. But basically, naming your child and finding a name for your child was just nigh on. <laughs> uh, I, I literally read books and uh, books of names and that's basically dictionaries of names. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like literally They're I think big I read, books. we had, big we had books. three books and I read and to the point where I'm just getting numb to names. Do you know what I mean? Anyway. Um, so what did we do? Um, we, uh, you do sort of start planning and go, okay, so what do we need to get? You start working out, you know, you suddenly realize you have that moment of when you go into mother care or somewhere and just kind of look at buggies and go, how much, how Mm. much that's more than my car. Like what the, you know, like, so a lot of preparation in terms of that, of what we needed. Um, we had, we had already moved house part of the nesting process, basically, you know, and so we had the space. So we knew we had a room ready that, you know, for, um, Actually, no, that's a lie. We had the house, but I was using the, the spare room as my office. And so I had to build an office in the garage to make room for the baby. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, so, so my time during the pregnancy was like, was like, yeah, we're doing preparation for, for the baby, but I also was trying to work out how the hell you build a office in a garage, basically, and putting, <laughs> building partition walls and stuff like that. So anyway, um, so a few things, I'd say the two key things I think were, were um two key things that were really important to us one was we went on holiday beforehand Hmm. i know you probably won't expect me to say that but we went to paris we were like before we have a baby let's go to go to paris um and it was i think sylvie was like 26 weeks um and uh that's where we bought the first item of clothing for right. Fox. So we went to the <laughs> department store and I wish it's a quite, it's a famous department store in, in Paris. Oh, um, name escapes me, but yes, we got, we got like the first couple of baby grows and it was, and it was a, it was a celebration for us. It was a really nice celebration. We're having, we're getting on holiday, um, to celebrate, you know, we're about to become a family. We're two and now we're multiplying, you know? Um, and uh, and it was lovely. We had a lovely, you know, it was a long weekend. We had a lovely time, um, and we were taking photographs of Bump in front of the Louvre and in front of the Eiffel Tower. So I've got a whole loads of photographs of just Bump, like close up of Bump in the front foreground, and then the Eiffel Tower behind. You know. Mm. Anyway, so um, and I told someone about this actually a few months later, well, after the Fox was born, and uh, they said, "Oh yeah, you went on a baby moon." And I was like, sorry, what? I said, yeah, you went on a baby moon. And I was like, 
what's a baby moon? He goes, that's what everyone does. It's like, what? And apparently it's really common. The first thing when people get pregnant for the first time, they're about to have a baby. They do. They go on holiday before they have a baby. And it yeah. is, you know, uh, what we did. And it's called a baby moon. Baby moon. Who knew? Not me, but you know, it's, uh, just shows how, you know, we're all so similar. You know, we're all our makeup. Yeah. We're all so, so similar. So, um, but that was lovely. I think one of the key things that we did that I was really pleased we did was that we did an NCT course, which yeah. is basically where you pay to, you know, you pay, you, you, it costs you, I can't remember how much, but it is like a, a, I can't remember how many sessions it was, but it's basically then going through preparing you for, the latter stages of pregnancy and, and labor and then those early the early stages of 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 babies and you know and you you know they teach you how to put a nappy on and, and all that sort of stuff um um which is hilarious because people are looking at each other we're all because then you're in a room full of you know nine couples or whatever that we're all looking at each other going i have no freaking idea what i'm doing with this nappy which is the front which is the back i don't know i don't know don't ask me i haven't done it before all those sort of conversations anyway um, and it was really useful, but I was surprised, not, not useful in the, uh, how to put it. It was, I was, it was useful in terms of the information they gave us, but that wasn't actually the, 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 the best thing we got out of it. What we ended up getting out of it was a support network and a friend, friends network that we, we were able to lean on. Hmm at each stage once you know further going on from that so especially sylvie so you know you know it, it, it created this new friendship group where everyone's going through the same process and that support you know they had the made up we, we had a whatsapp group and what have you and that support um that that's um instigated if you like from people that are going through what you're going through and therefore zero judgment and you're safe to ask questions that you think potentially are really stupid because do you know what I mean? You're not being judged because there's, we found that sometimes dealing with, we have found in certain circles dealing with professionals that sometimes you feel like you've being patronized a little bit or like you are being a bit dumb or when they turn and go, is this your first one? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You don't have to worry about that. Or do you know what I mean? Like the, the, those sort of quali- you know, those qualifying lines that you kind of go, well, yeah, but I'm a bit worried about it. I don't know, you know. So bring it back round by going to NCT. It meant we created this new group of friends, a friendship group that we're able to go through the process together, and that support um, was invaluable, basically. Mm. Um, yeah. How about we, you? What did we, you do? You know, yeah, we did. We did the same thing. We did the same thing. <clears throat> the courses we did a hypnotherapy, uh, therapy, hypnobirthing course as well, um, which was an online thing. Which I took a lot more from that because it was it was just a series of um, small one on one seminars, a pre recorded thing, and you pay for this, right. and, and yeah. then we go down that route. And I took a lot more away from that because that was that was the clear angle that we were going to go with when, um, when cat would eventually go into, into labor. Mm. Um, but we did do an NCT course as well. And the thing I never got on board with, with that was it was, it was very mum focused, obviously totally yeah. get that. Totally get that. We've already mentioned in previous, um, other episodes that, you know, these things could probably do with a small percentage of focus for dads as well. I think dads will certainly resonate with that. Um, mm-hmm. instead of going into this thing completely cold. 
Um, but the thing that I, I couldn't get on board with that in particular was that I'm always quite open to ask the dumb questions. I'm always quite happy to be that person to ask the seemingly silly questions. But I remember doing that two or three times in this course. And the response I got from uh, from the person leading the course was just like, oh, he's the dad, isn't he? Yeah, you know, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's and no need for that. I, yeah, I let the need. first two go. And I may, again, maybe that was just like part of my... Um, maybe it was me was subconsciously looking for that. I don't think that was the case, but I let two of those go. And then the third one, which was only probably, I don't know, the third, la- uh, the third class in or something. I can't remember, but I tapped out at that point. I tapped oh, really? out and I, I then said to myself, okay, okay, well, I'm going to stop asking questions now because it's, it's, I'm not li- liking the vibe of this. Um, I'm just here for Katrina then. So I, you know, which is, you know, I was there of course mm-hmm. for, for both of us, but, at that point, that specific point, it was like, I'm here, I'm going to do this, I'm going to learn these things and 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 be the support network for, for my wife. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just did not like the vibe that I kind of got from the person that was running it. Um, that, that's the thing, it is down to the individuals. I think it's like so many things, it's like midwives. I mean, we could talk about that, like the, the support you get from midwives. I mean, I, you know, I found there was a big difference. I found there was a big difference depending on who you dealt with do you know what i mean in in how well supported you feel and 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 i'm sure that's the same when you're doing classes nct and what have you um um and so it's difficult it really it really is difficult because you only get to do it once and if you if you just get someone that's a bit jaded or someone that's just a bit tired or do you know what i mean like and, and so they're not they effectively not they're not as good as they potentially could be you know um or they're just a bit jaded and so like you say there can be a bit of patronizing you know and then you because it is it's scary you, you're in absolutely uh you know you, there's there's unknown territory and then there's unknown territory do you know what i mean <laughs> like like so you know, like you say good for you to be able to feel comfortable to ask the questions you don't mind you didn't you know because I felt like I, I was, I was always af- afraid to be, of being judged. Like I should know this. Do you know what I mean? Like I should know, you know, I don't know whatever it was, and and be afraid to ask questions. You know, but if you're, I felt it was if you're asking your peers, you're asking people around you going through the same thing, then they, you know, I, I, I felt more comfortable in that sense that you know being able to ask people around me and learning, and they may turn around and say, actually, I asked that question before, and this is the response I got, sort of thing. Mm. So I think, yeah, that's interesting. The fact that you checked out of it a little bit. I think um, I I was very. I felt I felt very. I felt very lucky because I think that Sylvie took everything on board so well. And and I mean, I could be wrong, but I felt that she was one of the people that in our group people would go and ask because she's. Mm she was she was doing a lot of reading she was taking on board a lot of information and um, which is true sylvie style basically and so i i had an easier ride i suppose like she needed less support from me if that makes sense she you know do you know what i mean obviously i was supporting it but um the, the shouldering the 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 anxiety or the stress or what have you with Sylvie was uh, she had a lot of she she got it covered basically and so 
Um, I don't remember that time being stressful or difficult. I, I mean, we were talking about it and, and uh, you know, I know that she was found it very tiring for like the first, the first trimester. She was really exhausted and having to go for naps and that sort of stuff. And like, but you know, she had a relatively, Oh God, I, I'm not going to say that because if she hears this, she'll probably throttle me. But do you know what I mean? Like, like, do you know what I mean? She, it's, it, 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 how do I put it? She, uh, she, she and I, when we went through the whole process, there weren't any massive, scary hiccups until the very end. But maybe that's another, that's, a, that's another episode. When, mm-hmm. But, but the actual pregnancy side of things, I just, I just have really fond memories. I have yeah. really fond memories of when we went to, got the first ultrasound and the first time you heard the heartbeat. And yeah. like, I just burst into tears at that point. Like, just literally Sylvia yeah. and I just crying at each other. Like the first time you hear the fetus, your baby's heartbeat yeah. is just. I think what, that, that moment, moment you, you see it in movies, you read about it, you see it. Um, that moment where you see, you, you see the thing moving and, and you make all the jokes as, as, as two dads working in, in games, two nerds, you make all the alien jokes or the enterprise and Star Wars <laughs> jokes, you know, and, but the second you get past that, it's like, oh my God, that is a living thing in there and I can mm-hmm. see it. I can see yeah. its head. I can see its legs. I can yeah. see its fingers. Yeah. And, you know, at that moment, you just kind of, the, if I could be a fly on the wall of that, of that room when, when Kat and I are finding out, Kat's face is just full. It's just beaming. It's like yeah. ear to ear, just pure elation, right? Yeah. With me, I think it was, if I could put it into percentages, maybe it's like, <laughs> maybe like 60%, you know, the same kind of elation it's pure pure excitement and then maybe like 20 percent uh anxiety and then 20 percent panic i guess like you just don't know you just see it it's there and it's moving and not only that the thing that kind of uh somewhat freaked me out was like it's the mannerisms that some of the movements kind of uh displayed because when when arlo then arrived maybe again maybe i was just looking for it but I could see, I swear to God, I could see those same things when he was a small baby. Like yeah. he's, he's making the same gestures. Maybe they're just baby gestures. All babies do that. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it's just blind parent love or whatever. But it's, that's what was weird is, is that you, you meet this person through, through a screen, through a monitor, and then you meet them afterwards. And yeah. it's just the strangest two things to try to connect mm-hmm. for, for a dad brain to be like, oh my God, I don't, I don't get it. It's almost too big for your brain to comprehend it's just quite yeah no i I think for me when it became really real was when i finally felt the kick when i you know like like did you get the whole time with right because this happens to me all the time so like oh and you'd be sat watching tv or whatever and she'd just grab my hand and throw it onto her tummy (laughs) and then i'll be like what and she goes can you feel that i was like no what and she goes i just kicked i'll be like like literally so many times I'd miss it. Do you know what I mean? But the mm. moment when you have your hand there and then you feel the kick, it was like, whoa, that's freaky. That's yeah. freaky. Do you know what I mean? That, 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 I think for me, that was the moment where I was like, okay, that's really real. Like that, that was quite, do you know what I mean? That, I remember that being quite a momentous occasion or when you see it like push. The, yeah. Like, that's think- the whole alien thing, you know, <laughs> that, that is freaky. The, you know? the kicks are one thing. Um, Cause I don't know about you, but I always used to get these kind of jabs, these sort of Katrina would get these kind of lovely sort of 
wave-like motions on her belly, and, yeah. and it was lovely because you kind of—you know—no one can see this now, but you can you can see the slow kind of movement of the skin just sort of moving. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. I swear to God, I was on the receiving end of just like every time. So I'd, I'd, put, my, I'd put my hand there or my cheek or whatever, and it's like just—you can imagine, just like. <laughs> which is funny because fast forward you know that's exactly who arlo is just, yeah. <laughs> so ever since he was just this you know embryonic thing he's wanting to punch me yeah um, now we had we, the difficulty we had with ours was, was that i can't what's that oh, this is terrible now i've forgotten the terminology but when the placenta is around the front and oh, what is that called it's, it's a name for that but basically where the placenta attached it was around the front so therefore it was quite difficult to when they were doing ultrasounds it was temp yeah, depending on his position, um, mm-hmm. it was quite difficult to actually. Oh, what's the word? Anyway, but yeah, no, it was so. So yeah, so yeah, there's there's those momentous, those little occasions, those little bits like the ultrasounds and the scans, and obviously you get the printout and you get them, you put the printout on the fridge, you take photographs and send your family them and all that sort of stuff, you know. And it's it's, it's a joyous, it's I, 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 it's a joyous, you know eight months you know uh going through the whole process and i think i felt and you're right i uh, you know it's it's scary at the same time but i think by the time we got to about the last four weeks you know four weeks before the due date i think we were kind of like i was i think i was like okay i'm ready like come on let's do this you know i was like i was like i'm i'm, I'm mentally prepared now i'm ready for this my office is built you know, the nursery is painted, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. And um, yeah. I'm as ready as I'll ever be, basically. Um, I remember that feeling. It was the same for us where we had, we, we lived in a, a little two-bed house um, at that point, And the back bedroom, the second bedroom was quite big. Mm. Um, I was freelance working from home. So the same sort of thing. I didn't have a shed or garage or anything though. So it's like, well, where am I going to work? So my dad and I uh, just put a, a put a wall up in the middle of this back bedroom, and luckily because it was so big, you could literally put a, a wall down the middle, partition wall. When I had, and then I had a slidey door on my office instead of an yeah. open one, yeah. slidey door, um, uh, and that became the thing. So it's like, okay, so we put the carpet down, we got the dresser, the baby change unit, got the cot, yeah. all these things, and that was really good because it, it gave me a purpose at that point. Because yeah, you know, this was like you know six months of not really doing an awful lot. Well, it certainly didn't feel like I was doing an awful lot. I was reading the books, I was doing as best as I could to, to, to lightning fast, get to grips with the fact that you're about to become a parent. It's a lot to learn, you know, even in six yeah. months. Yeah. Um, that's also another point is that for dads, like we don't, we don't start learning to be a parent or I'm making an assumption here, but many dads, we don't start learning to become a parent until you fall pregnant. Um, whereas w- with mums, uh, you know, it's like they, they start that from a really young age. Mm. Um, and that's a whole other episode by itself, you know, nature, nurture, you know, mm. well, where does that kind mm. of, yeah. um, uh, sort of spawn from, but like for dads, it, it does come much later. But I remember that when my, when my dad and I, um, put this wall up with inside carpeting, painting, all the rest of it, plasterboarding. Um, and then it was done. It was empty. And I remember the same thing. So, okay, just got to put a baby in here now. And mm-hmm. by that point, the, you know, the, I think the baby was due maybe three, four weeks away or, or mm-hmm. less than that. Yeah, but I saw two or three weeks. Um, and I remember, I remember kind of just walking into this room, which wasn't very big. You know, you kind of literally from one side of the other thing, put, uh, put my hands on both walls at the same time almost. And it's like, oh my God, okay, this is happening. And this is really late on, you know, mm-hmm. and just like the baby's coming. It's happening. This is not a joke. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so, like, but, <laughs> but like, it still felt surreal. I think um I I think I was I think it was quite fortunate for me my sister had had started having children a few years before us. So I've been going through the being the uncle thing. That'd been a relatively new thing to me. And um and just so when we were going through the process ourselves, having my sister to have it to have my sister to talk things over with my sister um was really really good for me like because and it was still fresh in her mind because she still had uh, you know she she'd had her third child you know uh, she was pregnant with her third child when sylvie and i got married and you know so and then two years later fox was born so it was i think it was really useful having my sister um to be able to talk things over because she's she's effectively still going through that process effectively do you know what i mean she's still in that 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 place in in her life Mm. so i think that really helped um then we had again a lot of our friends had already had children as well so we had that we had that i was able to have those conversations with my friends you know and and actually saying that that we end up because of that we end up getting given so much you know like we were given a buggy a bugaboo we were given a cot we were given a crib we were given bags of clothes we were given uh you know bouncers um like so much we saved so much money um from our friends and family who had stuff you know just um that was that that you know had been used for one or two children but was still in really good nick and so we saved a small fortune that way and i think i think i'm so i'll be forever grateful because i don't know how like financially how we could have done it like obviously we would have done it but it would have added so much of the pressure so much more stress onto it it literally removed that financial strain um in terms of you know that whole whilst we're pregnant how are we going to afford this oh it's okay because i pretty much got everything already because i've just been given it by by uh friends and family you know so Hmm. i think that i think so i i i feel like i had a an easier ride because of the, the the help that I got from my friends and family. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, exactly. So, um, which you know, not really thought about it until now, to be honest. And that, like how that impacted on on you know our experience. But yeah, it it made it far easier to deal with. You know. Yeah, well, it's it's one less thing for you to have to occupy your your brain space with because you know, yeah. for the love of God, it's about to go through one hell of an adjustment. Um, you know, and, and and to not have to worry about those things it is somewhat of a weight off your mind. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think if I look back, I think the the, the thing that's probably the most stressful thing is us trying to work out a name. Genuinely, like, like <laughs> listen, so, that, oh, that is an episode all about itself. I don't think we've added that to the sheet at this point, but names. Uh, yeah, that's that's a whole other minefield, and let's let's save that one for another episode. <laughs> but the thing that we must talk about though before we do wrap things up is yeah. Dad Hack is back for this one. The Dad Hack is back. Dad Hack. Insert ident. Um, so now we, we we should come to the episode really with um with one prepared. Neither of us did, but <laughs> luckily I was able to um think of one on my on my on my feet. Um, have you got one to mind? Uh, do you yeah. want to go first? Uh, okay, yeah, I'll go first. Well, mine's actually literally to do with the, the naming thing, um, which was um, don't bother with books and that sort of stuff. Um, like literally, um, 
what we found was amazing was an app, a baby name app. And it's basically <laughs> this is one of the ones where it kind of puts you put your you and your you put yours and Sylvie's profile together, and then it kind yeah. of AI's the names. Well, no, it's it's basically <laughs> Tinder. It's Tinder for baby names. So yes, you basically you, you and your partner get the app, and you you, you basically you ha- you're linked within the account, and then um, they'll have different profiles, groupings, cohorts of names, if you like. So you could be athletes, or I don't know, <laughs> actors, or whatever. And it throws names at you, and you swipe left or right, and it's boys getting boy name, girl name, or both, basically. And you swipe left or right, um, Tinder style, until you get a match with your missus. Oh, <laughs> your okay. So when, when you get a match, when you both swiped, you know, I can't remember now. Uh, is it right or left? I don't know which is the right way. I don't know. I never use Tinder. Um, I'm too old. Uh, so basically, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you swipe right. You both swipe right. I'm going to say right. Could be wrong. And, uh, it goes, ding, you've got a match, you know, and you both like the name Harrison. And then that goes onto your list or whatever. I've just said Harrison. I don't know whether that was on a list. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah. And it was brilliant because then you just afterwards, after a while, because it's one of those things where you just, you know, when you, you're having some downtime. You're having a cup of tea, and you're dunking. You're dunking your your uh, chocolate hobnob in your tea with one hand, and you're swiping left. It's great and right biscuit. It's great biscuit. <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, and then you get you get suddenly at the end of it all, you know, you get a, a names list that's you know twelve, fifteen long for boys and girl mm-hmm. names, and it and it yeah, it just makes it so much easier rather than just reading through lists of names that just you, your brain literally turns to mush and it's just the most pointless waste of time. Um, so, um, yeah. So I think the app is called baby names, but the way you can recognize it, it's an egg. The icon is an egg. Um, uh, we don't, we but, don't work for the app or anything, uh, but no, clearly, no. <laughs> uh, endorsed by father before me. Podcast. That, that's what, that's what really helped us anyway. But yeah, so, um, I mean, yeah. that's a great way of doing it. That's really, really intuitive, um, convenient, uh, and fun way of doing it. You gamified mm-hmm. the whole process, mm-hmm. process there. Uh, we did not do that. We were very much what you described then. We were, we were books people. Um, and it's, I mean, it's funny because we had one big fat book and I'm like pH fat book. It was ooh, <laughs> just like this, right? And you're going through and it's all very exciting, all the rest of it, you know, and you're right after a while and it doesn't take long to get to this point, but, um, the names do just become like, you can't even read them anymore. Well, and when I say that, it's not like you're bored of reading. It's like, I can't make sense of these letters that make up this name anymore. I'm looking at so many names, it means nothing. so many descriptions. Yeah. They don't mean anything to me. You yeah. are completely and utterly cold to them. Yeah. And ironically enough, when we landed on um, Arlo, um, I, I don't even know where we saw that. I don't remember, I don't remember seeing it in the book. Good um, dinosaur. Well, yeah, <laughs> we've heard that a lot. It's either the dinosaur or Arlo Guthrie, the, the singer-songwriter. Ah, right, those were the only yeah, Arlo's cool. I'd ever heard yeah, of. Yeah. Um, turns out you name a child Arlo, and now all of a sudden everybody's called Arlo. Oh, um, this is I, I, I literally the same thing. Like <laughs> there are so, like we thought we're being really individual by by calling Fox Fox. I mean that sounds really pretentious. I basically I was resistant to the name Fox at first because I thought is that too pretentious? Is that just a bit too much? You know, are we trying a bit too hard here? Um but it grew on me. And um 
And yeah, and sure enough, yeah, we've met quite a few foxes now. It's like, what? <laughs> like, hang on, there was, there wasn't, I've no, in my 40 odd years, I'm saying 40 odd, kidding myself, um, my 46 years of, of existence, there were, I'd never come across anyone called yeah. fox before, and now suddenly there's loads. Um, it just shows that we're Weird. all the same. There's we're a name so for that, you know, there's a name, there's a name for that when you like, uh, uh, you you don't see a brand of car ever, then you go and buy that car, and it's the only brand you can ever see on the road. <laughs> there's, there's an actual name for that. I, f- I forget the name of the name. Um, but that's a really good one, and I, I'm I'm going to have to, even though we're not planning any more children, I I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but that's a good good shout for anyone yeah, who, who's yeah. doing that. That sounds like a really gamified, fa- fun way of doing yeah. it. Yeah, um, it the, the dad act for me is this is this is a new revelation. Um, because Arlo's only recently started school. I say recently, he's now into his first half term. That's a whole other episode. Half term when you both parents are working. Good for me. Uh, um, but it's, it's been cool. Um, and I, I remember hearing from friends um, saying, like, oh, you wait till they get to school and you start uh, seeing their, their reading skills just. And I'm sure yeah. you'll, you'll um, agree with me on this. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, yeah, I hope so. It was always a bit kind of defensive. Like, yeah, I hope that's the case. You know, I hope so. Um, because when, when kids are at uh, nursery and preschool, it's just all about play and sensory stuff and messy play and all that kind of stuff. It's not so much about sitting down and there'll be read books, but not so much about the reading themselves um, per se. Um, but here we are currently in the mix of that at the minute, witnessing Arlo's reading just plummet through the roof at the minute. It is amazing to witness it is incredible oh. to witness he's got these really fun little books sorry we'll get to the dad, the dad hack now um these really cool little books that don't actually have too many words they have illustrations and key yeah. components that make up the story it might be like a basketball a couple of children and a snowman yeah. and then it's like you make the story every time so it's this dynamic way of sort of telling story um and learning the words along the way um so we're witnessing that but um, for his birthday, which was also recently, I got him a, a pack of Top Trumps, dinosaur mm. Top Trumps. Don't work for Top Trumps, but my God, I love Top Trumps. <laughs> I always loved them as a kid, but even more so now. And the reason for that, the reason for that is because numbers and words and mm-hmm. names, mm-hmm. it's amazing. So even tonight, 10 minutes before we hit record on the pod, I was doing a, a quick game of pod, uh, of pod, Top Trumps with Arlo. And... Of course, you go through the categories, right, to kind of, you know, to, yeah. to challenge the value of the next card or the person's card. So Arlo's going through the, the, all these categories, these dinosaur cards, and he chooses the one that he wants, and he's like, ah, guh, eh, age. And he's saying the word, yeah. learning it. And then he goes to the number, and he's like, se- seven, se- one, seven, one, 71. And yeah. it's, you know, and you can just witness things. And so whilst, you know, we're, we're playing this, silly old old game now and it's it's mm-hmm. just so much fun but i can see him connecting those dots and again yeah. we've gamified learning in that respect yeah totally unintentional yeah. i didn't get the top trumps for this reason but my god am i so glad that this has become the thing and you're seeing and witnessing him just learn and and connect all those pieces together and it's yeah it's really heartwarming it's really no, that's amazing yeah to be honest um <clears throat> We, um, truth be known, uh, Matt and I caught up over the weekend and, uh, what was, what was, what was, I mean, obviously there, there was obviously that there was the role play area and the, 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 the ball pit and some of that, but 
But let's be honest. What, what, were, the four words? what, what were the four words? What was, was the name? Galactic Nerf <sighs> Space Zone. Basically, it was like there was those four Galactic words. Galactic Space words. Nerf Zone or something yeah. like that. It was something like that. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, but we, we caught, up, caught up and you mentioned the top trumps thing. I mm. think it was near the end. And I was like, that's a that's genius. So I actually bought um, a set. Uh, what I've actually ended up getting is the uh, Gruffalo set. Yeah. yeah, I want yeah. To, so I can incorporate it for Kit as well, who's three. And the Gruffalo set, so the, the categories are color-coded. Mm. So for Kit, we can just go colors. So it's just about, for Kit, it's understanding the colors and numbers and which numbers are greater than or little. And it's obviously, it's up to 10, basically. So it's a simplified version of Top Trumps. There's 10, there's, I think there's 10 cards, 12 cards, something like that. And so because you said that, I've ended up getting the, the um, Gruffalo ones uh, as, a, as a dipping my toe in the water. Mm. And I've got lined up for my next Amazon purchase that needs to go over £25 so I get free postage is the Dinosaur <laughs> Top Trumps. That's literally the Dinosaur Top Trumps is the one I got. That's You didn't tell me about Dinosaur, but that was what I was like. The one was the one I was like, Fox will love that. So, yeah, yeah no, good shout. Genuinely good shout because I'm already I'm already uh, reaping, you know, the rewards of that idea um, with the, the Gruffalo Top Trumps. I think absolutely it's, 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 simple numeracy it's it's um it's understanding yeah like saying it's gamifying uh, learning and i think i think with reading books as well i think um how do i put it it's still books can still be fun but some of the books that the children have to read at school can be um the books just aren't great i mean they're there they're there for a purpose to learn the different phonics and and what have you mm-hmm. but the stories the, the stories are obviously very hit and miss so stuff like top trumps where like you say where it is it's really fun as well as uh, as you know you're increasing the fun factor or, or yeah. when they're learning i think yeah. is anything that does that is is absolutely um this that's exactly essential. it like the more the more fun you're having the more you more you want to play the thing and the more you're learning you know and you're mm. just in this really great little ecosystem of fun and learning. And yeah, the more yeah. you can normalize that, um, that's only going to be a positive thing as, as these little guys, you know, move up and, and through yeah. life. And it's like, it totally. was, it was, it was all the more sweeter because it wasn't intentional. I wanted to get him a, a pack of top trumps because I love top trumps and it was just mm. something that we could play. It was supposed to be that gateway into sort of card games and then maybe board games as he gets older. Yeah, um, and Top Trumps is a good place to start with that. But the fact that it's 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 latched onto his reading, and he's, or rather, he's done that himself. Really, yeah. You yeah. know, he's doing the reading at school. He's now playing this really really fun simple game. Of course, gives you facts about dinosaurs as well. So there's additional learning there. And yeah. It's like, oh, what a great little combination. Yeah, you know, Absolutely. great little combination. Yeah. But anyway, exactly. okay, we should probably probably wrap this one up. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about before. And we've we've literally talked about all the preparation. The inevitable part is we we do at some point have to talk about you know once we got to the you know once you yeah once you get that have that that conversation of okay let's go let's the, the bag other bags in the car sort of thing you know let's mm. go whatever however it happened we we should talk about that uh, um and i'd like to talk about that in a future episode because i think that's important and i think but i think it's quite difficult obviously um but also because 
um we have um different experiences in terms of like like a, having co- like covid baby versus non covid baby for example mm. and how that experience is so i think we should talk about that but i think we i think i'm glad we talked about the pregnancy here and that process i mean just there's only one thing i haven't mentioned and i just want to bring it up now which was one of the things that um when going through all the classes and what have you and they, they talk about is talk about feeding your baby mm-hmm. and i think um that was quite that that was quite and this is our personal experience we it was very the whole thing about breastfeeding and 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 saying you know that that's the best thing for the baby and what have you and and they kind of i remember with our nct it's kind of like oh you know but you can use the bottle it's fine but you know <laughs> There was just this underlying breast is best, basically, and and that pressure that was put on, um, uh, uh, that was put on, and that that rolls into when people have, you know, when mums are, you know, have baby and what have you. So I think, but the only negative I can say about my ex- my experience was that was that 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 basically that this is how you should do it. Do you know what I mean? That that peer pressure, that 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 sort of pressure of this is how you should do it. Okay, you know, I mean, you can do, bo- you can. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, there are other alternatives, but you know, you, you should really you, this. You should really do that. And I think that was the only thing for me where I was like, um, I wish I'd had a conversation with someone about this um, that had gone through the process and then appreciated that actually, no, that side of things is incredibly difficult. Don't worry about it. If it's difficult, like, you know, if, when you get to that point, don't get, beat yourself up about it or don't let, don't let your partner beat themselves up about it because this is one of the most difficult things you can possibly do. And if it doesn't work, it's fine. It's fine. Though we have now in the day, we're at the age where, you know, um, formula gives babies exactly what they need. Do you know what I mean? And I think that was the only thing I would say just, my takeaway from that whole process of these, the one thing I kind of wish that had someone had said to me was that, look, don't put too much pressure on yourself. If mm. the feeding thing is, if you're finding it too difficult, blah, 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 then there are alternatives and it's okay. You are in a very large group of people that do have this process and the baby will be fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, um, so yeah, and I do try and mention that when people when you know people are expecting to have children and they, and they start talking about that, that sort of thing, I do kind of say, look, it's difficult. It will, it, you know, for most people, it is really difficult. Um, so don't stress. It's fine. People, everyone finds it difficult. Um, so yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's just a sort of thing because I feel like everything else has been very positive, very positive, very positive. I had, you know, I had a really enjoyable. It was a really enjoyable experience if if that's the right word um it's very exciting and the the anticipation and it's the new chapter and you know you thought about this since you were knee high to a grasshopper like would you ever have children blah blah once you've worked out the birds and the bees and all that sort of stuff um do you know what i mean and so it is an incredible journey of um of learning and exposure to a world that um it's totally foreign. It's totally alien. Um, and, but, but the main thing is, is that it doesn't matter how well prepared you are and how many books you've read and blah, blah, blah. Um, 
it's going to be difficult, but it'll be fine as long as you've got support. As long as you've got people there to support you, you can get through absolutely anything. You know, as long as you support each other, but as long as you've got friends and family, you know, that support network. And that's so important. You know, if you can have that, that'll make the whole transition. Um, it will take, it will, it will make, I'm not saying it will make it easy, but it will make the more difficult parts less difficult. It will take the edge off and, and, um, allow you to be the best that you can be basically thanks so much for listening we honestly do value your time your parents or perhaps about to become parents so that time is valuable thank you so much if you fancy it and have been enjoying our episodes we'd be forever grateful in receiving a review or perhaps sharing one of the episodes amongst your friends and family All is welcomed, and we'll see you soon. Were you recording the whole thing about David Beckham then? Yeah, I've been recording for a minute. One minute, ten seconds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)